And hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is another episode of Historical and... Mysterious with Ian and Jay. And I'm Ian. And I'm Jay. And this is literally the third time now, and the second time this evening, Jay, as you know, (laughs) that we have tried recording this fucking episode. It's great. It's... Uh, I think it was just a matter of perhaps... Emptying your, your history... Your uh, space on your recorder? Yeah, maybe. Uh, we're, we tried that. Yeah. So hopefully it will take this time. We'll also fiddle so. with some other stuff on the recorder, so maybe, yeah, it helps. I but we'll we we shall see. Yes. We did a couple tests before this, so and, and it seemed to work. It seemed so. good. Yeah, it didn't cut off as early as it used to, so. All right. All right. So, not that, not we- that I don't already know or that you yeah. haven't already described these events to me twice before but how was your week you gotta Jay? pretend to be interested for the for for all the little boys and girls out there listening my how was your week was swell was uh, superb we had thanksgiving this week thanksgiving was awesome Got yes it was lots of food everywhere at work all, and all yeah, the food all uh, the food oh so great but uh ham and turkey uh, yes both best of both words uh and yeah uh thanksgiving was good uh, we're having our apartment get more decorated thanks to Ian Stanfield. Yes, over here. Thank you so much. He is, yes, uh, I'm, we're festive. He's we have festive a festive house. AF. <laughs> I'm not festive, but he is festive, and he's getting me into But that. you've admitted to me, like, the morning after the tree was up, that you're like, oh, I walked morning, and it was kind of cool, you know, seeing that going yeah. out. To, it it kind of made me feel more it makes you, like, think back holiday and festive and think yeah. back a little bit. And I was like, oh, well, here. You're welcome. You're well, I, you and there's like a wreath on the wall. Yeah, I posted some pictures on our Facebook and Instagram pages, hey. which you should follow, ladies and, and gentlemen. Uh, it's all historical, mysterious, all on Facebook and, and on Instagram. Correctly. And it's spelled correctly, unlike our email. Yeah. We'll, 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 we're not there yet. We'll, we'll save it to the end. Yeah, at the end. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yes, I even wrapped fake Thanks. presents, empty boxes, to kind of fill out the bottom of the tree and make which it works, look. Which works, which works. And it looks really, really good, but these are all fake presents. Like, it makes it look like it's a bountiful season oh. for us, a bountiful oh, holiday. Yeah. And it's, Like, we just buy each other, like, a shit ton of presents. Yeah, or but, we got them from our friend. And, you know, uh, oh, as we get closer to Christmas, a couple of them will be real. You know, at least one for you, one for me. And one of them is going to be Transitional to friends and from friends and stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. But most of the nice wrapped presents, the, these are all fake. <laughs> real fake presents. Real fake presents. Yes. Come on down. Come on down to real fake presents. Yeah. Uh, okay, I said this in the last time we tried to record it, but I'll say it now. <laughs> I created this little bit uh, like they, uh, like bits, the commercial. So little, say. little bits. If you watch Rick and Morty, which obviously we do, we just reference it with a little bit. <laughs> but um holy shit we got little people <laughs> just put some in your mouth you stupid little bitch no i'm just kidding little bitch. all right anyway so obviously we watched that movie we're, uh, we're that show we're obsessed with it that's from the first season another thing from the first season is another commercial gag is the real fake doors and uh where rick and morty are watching uh like intergalactic or interdimensional television cable yes. and there's a channel where there's a commercial where this guy's like come on down to real fake doors are you tired of opening doors that take you places that take you into different parts of buildings and outside and inside and <sighs> just having functioning doors 
Well, come on down to real fake doors where doesn't open, doesn't open, doesn't open. And look behind if you do. Nothing. Just wall. Real fake doors. Come on down to real fake doors. You know, it's kind of the same thing with these presents. Yeah, real fake presents. I even said it out loud while I was wrapping them. Come on down to real fake presents. Are you tired of opening Christmas gifts? All the time. To find actual presents in them? Oh my god, yes. You know, gifts that you actually desired and wanted. Mm -hmm. Come on down to real fake presents where empty boxes just, hey, empty? Yeah. Empty? Empty. And there's no greater surprise than on Christmas morning having real fake presents. And the great news is they're cheaper. You spend less money because you don't actually buy gifts and they're lightweight. But you still go through the process of wrapping up the boxes, (laughs) giving them to your loved ones. Anyway. It's a win-win. Oh, yeah, for for the buyer. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, that was my week. I just redecorated the tree uh, with white lights instead of all the different colored lights, which makes, and, it which makes the color of the yeah. I was God, I thought it was kind of drowning out, and the presents and stuff. Had a day off. Uh, prepared for the podcast episode kind of working a lot lately. Worked on yeah. Thanksgiving, which was fine. You know, I didn't work the whole day, and I got good. Could be a lot of it, yeah. I'm sure. Um, and yeah, pretty boring lately. How was you know? Yeah. How was your whole week? I mean, same pretty much. Like pretty just boring. <laughs> I think since the holiday season's starting up again, everything's kind of just going at a snail's pace. I'm going home soon. In like yeah, that's getting closer. You leaving for? Oh my god, eighteen days actually. Ugh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'll be gone for about three weeks. Uh, so that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah, and so you got introduced to a new video game. Oh yes, yeah, that I watched Dino. you play for a good minute. Yes, I. I it was interesting it. how you could kill people so cavalierly. I, I, I bought it on Thanksgiving because what greater joy comes on Thanksgiving than like murdering, int- like virtual than murdering people. people and stealing cars, virtual people. But but yeah, and evading the police so easily. And, and so uh, you're not really the most like video game. I am not a connoisseur, no, no of video games. Absolutely uh, not. No. <laughs> but you... Uh, I know how to play solitaire on my phone. Really cool. Neat. <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, not My fastest game was 252. Hey. There you go. That's, Suck on that. What a, what a feat. I... I uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you uh, you were, like... You were getting into it for a little bit. Like, you hung Watching you, yeah. I was you like, oh, my God. Air, I remember. I did, so yeah. Excitingly. Well, you were good at it, and it's, it, it gets close sometimes. It, it gets, like, when you're... Like, oh, my God. And since intense. you're the one playing, you can fuck it up. Like, you could just stand there if you wanted to and let them catch you. Like, but... And it gets close sometimes, and you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I know. fuck. I know. And I was jumping in the air, you know... With your pelvis. With my... Well, I was sitting on the ground. Yeah. So, and I was using my hands too to pump your pelvis forward. Not to pump my pelvis forward. <laughs> I was sitting cross-legged and then you raised your pelvis. I with my hands, level. with my hands to hop my whole body, not ah, just my pelvis. You it. think I can move my pelvis without moving my whole body even just a little bit? Come on. <laughs> That's I wasn't like uh, no. But it wasn't. You make it sound like I was sexy belly dancing or whatever no. the fuck in your bedroom. So you like gyrating into this video game. How dare you? I was hopping in excitement. How dare you? No, you know this is why I don't play video games. Good. You would this... probably hump your TV off the fucking table. <laughs> You're a monster. You're no. an absolute beast. But and not in a good way. Just a monster. Just a monster. A terrible all around. But... 
<laughs> I can't even with you right now. Wait, so, and let me check. Is it? Is this yeah, recording? we're still recording. Thank oh, God. Thank oh, God. my God. We're still here. Oh. We made it. All right. Okay. I All mean, right. it was only like eight minutes in, so. Okay. You know. Well, we'll see how it goes. Should I just jump right into my history? Yes, I mean, your history time? this week, so that means you're first, so go. Please yes. take it away. So my history is the history of chess, and so a little bit of background you should have this down by now. <laughs> I should probably not. Yeah. I haven't. By the I way, by the memorized. way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have always cut out when Jay is in the middle of doing chess. I haven't even gotten to my mystery yet. No. So it's like, he's like probably sick and tired of me. I'm, I'm all like, so I've already forgotten over here. I'm chess. <laughs> and me, I'm all like, what am I doing? Oh yeah, yeah fucking shit. Anyway, uh, go on. History so, of chess. Let's hope we can get this through. I don't know anything about it. Please go on. Oh yes. So a little background about me. Uh, <laughs> what... I got taught chess, like, really early on by my father. Uh, never won a game uh, <laughs> when I played him. Uh, then I went to high school, and then, of course, I want to be like all the cool kids and join chess club with everyone else. Uh, uh-huh. So I joined chess club. But maybe when you were in high school, it you know, it was in that generation that was so ironic that chess was actually cool. Oh, I'm saying cool kids as an irony. Like, no one was... It, well, no, we were all very lame very lame people okay yeah but they're cool in my my eyes that's all that matters but they were (laughs) so uh (laughs) and then then i would play a lot too i would never really win a whole lot but then i fast forward to college when we moved like together the you had a chess set and we started playing and uh, you started winning all the time yes but you're such a good sport such a good like you, you were always like good job and which is great. Yeah, well, you can't get butthurt about that stuff, especially when you lose so goddamn much. It, it's a good amount. Ev- as in every time. There, there was one time you came close. Once. Yeah, that was a close I came fucking close. game. That was a close and it was game. because you were tired, and you were just like, not even, you were half paying attention. I think you got, you, th- you got a little blasé, because you were used to winning, and you knew you were just so good. Oh. You got cocky. You got cocky, cocky, you got blase, and, like, oh, shit, and then you started to get a little lazy. You started to coast a little like, bit. What, what's going on? He, and then I good. and then I started to get uh, my skills honed a little bit more because oh, yeah. I was playing more. This is oh, when yeah. we've been playing for a minute, and, and I, I got down. to a position, and then I shut that down. Real quick. But then you still had your queen, and you shut it down. <laughs> and don't have that look on your face, you what? smug. What? I don't. You smug bearded. I think fuck. you're lying because no one else can. No one else can see my face. So he's lying, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, right. I'm totally lying. <laughs> looking right at you. Liar. Uh, chess <laughs> is roughly about 1,500 years old. We're just gonna dive right into it. Okay. Cool. Uh, so. Although the exact start and origins are a little murky, uh, most historians believe that chess originated in India in the 6th century. Although a very small minority of historians believe that it came somewhere in Asia, but they couldn't pinpoint the location exactly. Uh, But just for historical purposes, since uh, a very large portion of historians believe that it originated from India... I'm going with that information, just assuming it's right. <laughs> so, okay. in India, the game was originally called Chaturanga. I'm sorry, Chimichanga? <laughs> Chaturanga. Chaturanga. So, yeah, basically it sounds like a college drinking game, but it's not. It's, it's a, like beer pong, but with an oval table. Right, exactly. Very fancy oval table. Uh, so, Chaturanga... <laughs> Chaturanga roughly translates to four divisions of the military, and these four divisions are infantry, cavalry, cavalry, yeah, uh, 
elephantry, and chariotry. Uh, so these forms represented the modern pawn, and I'm going to kind of describe how the movements of these kind of pieces work. The mm -hmm. pawn, for people who don't know, uh, it's basically the front lines of your chess, chess pieces. Uh, they move one, uh, they basically move one and a fourth, like one time forward at a time. Uh, they're very, I guess, exposed, like you can just get rid of them. It doesn't really matter, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so the How dare you? I know. That is extremely offensive. You know what? You would be nothing without your subjects. We discussed this before uh, twice already. I have said this once, but I'm twice, and I'll say it again. I ain't gonna learn until hopefully this episode goes through. Then I Bonds If this episode are... doesn't work, I'm not learning a thing. Okay, but if it does, you have to. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm shake not... on it then. All right. We're shaking. Trust me, nothing wants nothing. I would want better than to let this fucking episode work <laughs> actually for you to work. learn that your pawns are important. Yes, you, you would I, be nothing without your subjects. Who lesson. are you without your army to rule? <laughs> so, speaking of army to rule, another portion of that is the knight, which moves like an L shape across the chessboard. We also have the bishop, who moves diagonally any which way. Uh, and we also have the Rook, which is the castle, and it can basically move uh, straight or backwards, uh, however many spaces they want, or basically side left to or side. right, side to yeah. side, yeah. Across the board if it can or wants yes. to. Yeah. and uh, so the game quickly spread to the Muslim world after the Islamic conquest of Persia. After the strategy game consumed the Middle East, it spread to Russia, which is still one of the countries that plays chess the most compared to other countries. For example, there were statistics that came out uh, saying how many Russians uh, citizens played chess in the last year. It's about 40% of its citizens played chess in the last year. And wow. this is compared to 15% of Americans who played chess in the last this year. This is last year? Yeah. So wow. Russians are really big on chess, and they're all probably very good at it. So uh, huh. when, okay. uh, when the game spread to Southern Europe... From India, the popularity slowly kind of dwindled down a little bit. Uh, Europe decided that, hey, maybe we should make some game rule changes a bit and make it a little bit more fun. And so they can do this by uh, changing the colors from red and black to white and black. But for me, I kind of like the red and black. I thought that's a cool color combination. Yeah. I mean, if, I think of checkers, but if it's back then, checkers I don't think was around. But it's but that's cool, cool. Yeah. that and you know if you saw that today people would probably be like oh they did that because that's like a newer style that's more modern gotham like right. no that's actually what it originally it was. was the OG yeah the if you have white monster. and black that's uh yeah that's the new one yeah mm. uh so the figures were originally from India so the pieces were carved pieces of men and animals basically uh. The Catholic Christianity was like, mm -mm, we're changing it to like bishops and rooks, and we're actually gonna make pieces and everything, and actual like church characters, I guess, <laughs> in a sense. Uh, That's racist. That that is truth truthist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other other uh, early changes, including be able to move upon two spaces on the first move, since. Uh, it kind of helped speed up the game a lot more. Also, the queen and bishop were given a lot more power, which helped the game move a lot quicker, which is why it kind of lost popularity there for a sec, because not a lot of people wanted to play this long, drawn-out game of strategy and wits. Mm -hmm. And so make, giving these uh, 
pieces a little more power kind of help move the game along a lot quicker mm-hmm. and it kind of uh, makes those pieces a little more important too yeah you know, those pieces you're going to focus on saving rather than sacrificing like pawns throw back to i don't care about pawns uh so uh fun fact this is something that we've talked about before but uh a little a little while ago when we first started playing chess there was a couple of our rules that were a little different. Like, I learned it... Uh, it was just the very subtle things. It wasn't, like, these big things. Yeah. But like, like, you're from California and I'm from Texas. Yeah. But, I, like I established before, I, I don't know if it's because it's generational from who I learned from or if it's, uh, you know, regional. Exactly. Where we're from. I don't and, know. And, but, that, and that got me thinking know. of, like, maybe it's regional. And that, that I learned that, like, Russia has, like, in some places in Russia, uh, the queen can also move, like, a knight, which is the L shape. And so I thought that was pretty cool, and maybe it brought me back to our conversation about maybe it is like a regional thing, you know, how different regions have different rules. Yes, and I had also made the connection, and you're basically proving right now that Russia has not only, as the news is proving right now, infiltrating our politics, but also infiltrating how we play board games such as chess. They're just everywhere. It's, yeah, exactly. No, it's unacceptable, and we have to rid ourselves of them. I... (laughs) Like, ha- with the same attitude and fervor that we had in the 50s. But hopefully not with, like, much strategy or anything, because they would, oh, God, if it's, like, chess, they would get destroyed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. R- R- Russians can stay. They're cool as, as, as long, long as, as they're just cool. Just stay out of our shit. Yeah, but as long all. as they're cool. Not Why the not have- the Russians in Russia fucking with us. They're not cool. No, no, no. You guys, stop like, it. Just, just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> He's slapped himself on the hand. That's me yeah. slapping you on the hand. Yeah, stop that's him. Um, yeah. I'm you assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's that's interesting that, you know, that's, that's you said that's specifically from there? That the queen can yeah. move that way? yeah. Okay. In certain places in Russia, not all of Russia, but in oh, certain places. Oh, so not like even places, all of... No. All right. So that just kind of... Any other rules from other places? About regions. Uh, nothing too crazy. Russia was like the only thing that kind of popped up when it comes to different... Of course. And they're yeah. the, uh, they're all the outlier. Back there. It yep. all leads to there. All leads to Russia. There you go. Uh, so I got into... Already <laughs> got, I already got into the, how the Christian church kind of like uh, influenced the game of chess by changing the pieces out and everything yeah so uh the popularity really started to take off between the 12th and the 15th century which during this time writings of the game came forward about different strategies you can um you can have of the game also it was very big with uh knights of the round table or just knights in general i don't know (laughs) uh it was they thought it was a very important thing for knights to really learn about strategy and they can do this by playing chess and pretty much it was uh, we're cry- Knights we're- of the Round Table in real life played chess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, King. So you you could imagine in reality a scene where King Arthur, if he even existed, presiding over a room, where meanwhile a couple of knights are playing yes. chess. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, it was it was important that they kind of I guess learned about the strategy aspect of war. Well, and that right. was one way they can do it. And so, uh, with the popularity of chess forever increasing. This led to gambling, and with gambling... Wait, gambling, you could gamble with chess? Yeah, like, hey, mother, hey, dude, you want to put down $5? I win chess. 
Yeah, or... Oh, you know, okay, like so very nonsense. basic betting. Yeah, or okay. I, I assume, too, it got to the sense of, gotcha. like, hey, I put my money down on this player. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was also... Okay, I mean, now that too. is gambling. Okay, yeah. gotcha. gotcha. So, uh, violence started kind of taking uh, effect when it came to chess. So, the Catholic Church was pretty alarmed when they saw this happen, and they put an ordinance uh, saying not to gamble with chess, course no one really believed them it was just kind of like we're still gonna do this thank you for that yeah. warning though uh we're still we're <laughs> the way you looked at me and said that was like <laughs> i'm sarcastically serious thank you for the warning though <laughs> exactly no one cared uh so the chat the catholic church uh basically came under some sort of uh <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for i guess some sort of scandal. <gasps> I know. Uh, it's not even a scandal, but I'm controversy. Just scandal. Controversy it was very controversial back in the day when it came to chess. They found a bishop playing chess. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, he was playing chess. Was he burned at the stake? Even no, he should have been though. He should have. No, been. he should have been. He should have been castrated in front of uh everybody all of everyone in the in the piazza all the fucking chess players and then there. burned at the stake yep. while hanging and, he's, and being and decapitated he's burning in hell he's burning in hell now that's and for just, sure yeah and sure. ripped apart by four horses that'll show you all of those. the game of chess what a horrible part he was playing chess yep and this is probably the most scandalous thing that the catholic church has ever really been through i think <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's just I'm sick from uh, hearing that a bishop's playing chess. I mean, ordinary common folk were scum, whatever, but a bishop. I know. It's... I thought so much better. So the bishop basically defended himself, saying, like, it's a bu- it's, it helps with strategy, and it really helps with people's intelligence, and he really held on to that. Yeah. He didn't think it was that big of a deal. And so down the road... Uh, Say, wait, wait a minute. I'm sorry. We I made a big deal about that, but why was it a scandal? Well, because you remember how the Catholic Church came out saying, like, don't gamble during chess, and now chess can lead to violence. Well, and all yeah, this but stuff. He, he was caught playing chess, not gambling with chess, right? Yes, but he was, they also said that chess can also lead to violence as well. That's what they saw. They saw a correlation of the two. Yeah, but. You have all these people playing, playing chess, chess and fighting. committing violence. Well, the church was never. I mean, are you really. I mean, I just. Uh, okay, are yeah, really no, I'm, I'm sorry. I just. I'm trying to find out no. why. What if there is kind of like a strategic line of thinking as to why it was against their? It was, of course, like violence would break out, and so they would make the correlation between. It. And gambling was a thing, and they said don't gamble during chess. But they also didn't really. They weren't yeah, a fan of the game. But okay, still, though, but you still, know? you can play chess and not gamble. But anyway, okay, exactly. so they just didn't like. it. And it wasn't like, especially if they're saying all this and everything, and then their bishops playing chess, and they're like, well, we're kind of downplaying chess right now. How does that show? It's an image you know? thing. Yeah, gotcha, exactly. Gotcha. And well, so, he wasn't playing in the town square, was he? I mean, I <laughs> was. I bet you. You know what? I bet you it was. He I was in he was his room, naked in his room. And if he's in his room, then fuck, fucking fuck off. Go to your own room if you don't want to. I see this I shit. Think you're wrong. So uh, I think he should. Hey, Cardinal Cardinal Tom, do you want to play? <laughs> Cardinal Tom, what an average name. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, Cardinal Thomas. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Lottie actually. Uncle Tom Duff, fuckface. Do you want to <laughs> play or not? Damn. Uh, so moving on to the 1800s, uh, competitive chess really took off. 
Uh, they had trouble getting people to make moves as it would take hours, sometimes days, for players to get through a game. Oh, God. And so it was basically, it got to the point where they're like, well, this isn't fair to some chess players that if they have to go home at night, whoever made the last move is at a disadvantage. I have a wife Their opponent and can, kids. can think about when they go home, they can think about like, oh, well, here's what I can do tomorrow. Get the upper hand. Exactly. And so uh, basically this introduced uh, sunglasses to the game and you basically move move your shit before time runs out or else you lose sand glasses sand. you mean hour glasses yes but they were originally called sand glasses i i guess that that's just what they are well yeah said. but just for clarification for people who didn't know that got it got it yes we have an hour glasses we never restricted it i remember sometimes when we were still living at the house on richie street because this is uh before we lived in this apartment together we lived in a house together uh duplex still an apartment well it was built like a house yeah and uh, we got the top two floors so anyway uh but we played chess and there was like one night where we stayed up super late because the game was lasting forever and it was like dude like and it was bare bones like literally five pieces on the whole board left and it was like dude you should just like like fuck up and lose or something you gotta end (laughs) this man like seriously like well you do it be like oh man you do it be like well, why not you? <laughs> like, I, I've never won once. Why should it automatically won be all, me? Be I like, won all the time. And then, why and, should I lose? And, no, well, and you fuck off. Yeah, first of all. And second logic. of all, but you also said you are also trying to be sympathetic. You're like, do you really want oh, your win and your first win to be given you be just to end the game? I said that? Yeah, I'm you did. wise. Wow. Well,. Well, because well, no, you did you I did like say I that, and you did ask me that. Disney Channel, but I did look at you the way I looked at you just now, and I was like, "Yes, yes, yes I do. I yes, I would like that." I got the W. I just want it. Yes, <laughs> I want the win. Give it to me, and then you didn't. I didn't because Mama didn't raise no one. No, you're. I no have quitter. a little. I'm not going to quit. Um, Mama didn't raise no quitter. Asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, fucking dick. <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Uh, so, 1850s when it uh, it became really official. Oh my god, we're at 26 minutes. I'm so happy. We made it. I think that yeah. Uh, I think we made it. I yeah. think we made it. Oh my uh, god. When it became right. when it became a sport uh, in 1850, there was they held championships where a lot of people would play. Of course, today it's still just as strong. Uh, you know, people from around the world play these championships. Uh, a lot of the top players are usually Russian. However, the Grandmaster Champion officially is this 27-year-old from Norway named Magnus Carlsen, who's basically been played chess his entire life, and he's basically been Grandmaster for last couple, last three years, I think, since 2013. Yeah, so that was pretty like 27. That's my age. Yeah, and yet I always what? lose <laughs> to you. <laughs> Maybe Magnus can give you some lessons. Uh, I think he would find me hopeless, but maybe. <laughs> is he cute? Do you have a picture of him? I, I do have a picture of him. Here he is. Hold on. And you said Sweden or Norway? Uh, Norway. Finland. Okay. I'm just kidding. Norway. Norway. <laughs> Norway. For oh, like Norwegian salmon. Thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. But that's Magnus. Uh, oh, he is cute. He looks, oh, he is cute. I don't know what he's looking at. But he's just staring into his hands. Well, he's holding something. Should should it's should probably be. just it's probably just the queen. He's whispering to her. It should be me. In his hands. Show me another picture. That's literally. I mean, that's like it's just 
Wikipedia. It's I just that one? There's not, like, a shirtless one. of. Here's him, like, pouting in the corner. Let me see him. Here he is. Uh, I mean, this... Why does he whatever. always look so perplexed? He's just thinking about new strategies in yeah. chess always. He's, I don't know. He's probably, like, like he I don't know. It, Maybe... He seems like the kind of athlete, like, attractive, but kind of in that athletic brooding way. Very quiet and stoic-seeming at first, but it's probably because you're projecting that onto him, and he's just kind of, like, not stupid, but dim. Yeah. And just kind of brooding, because, like, mm, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, uh, 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 okay. <laughs> but that is my history, and we made it through, and the recording just cut off. Yes, we... Oh my goodness, I'm still on. I'm happy too. All right, so your history, good job. Uh, I added a lot of little anecdotes in there, I realize. Probably just because, whatever. I'm just excited that we're still recording. I know. Oh, hey. (laughs) Anyway, so awesome history. Now it's time for my mystery. Mystery. And this week, oh, and by the way, uh, this I decided to do this topic. Uh, or I have it on a list of topics that I have for mysteries, as well as a uh, list of histories for myself for weeks to come, so I don't have to scramble to find out something. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I had this one decided for a couple weeks ahead of time. And then uh, a new episode, the last episode, in fact, of a lovely little podcast called Lore. Oh, oh, the really popular one. Yeah, that has its own television show on Amazon Prime. And everybody knows it. If you listen yes. to podcasts at all, even if you don't listen to it, you know about it. You've oh, yeah. heard of it. Like, it's, it's uh, you know, <laughs> Air Mickey's amazing. And he did... Uh, your mystery for this week. He did. Oh, what is your mystery? And the mystery that I was going to do, that he did a far better, a highly produced version that I could ever do. Well, I can always make sound effects with my mouth. No, please to. don't. Do, 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 do. But it was uh, the Kentucky Meat Shower. And that ah. is exactly what it sounds like. Sounds like a porno. A meat shower. Oh, it does, right? In Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Sounds like heaven. <laughs> In Kentucky? That would be the place you would... Uh, no. I mean, there's good I... dick everywhere. You just gotta find it. <laughs> they may be incestuous, but it's fine. Oh, God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. I mean... Well... No shade Listen, on Kentucky. God damn, right? He said... That he Yeah, yeah. He said that. Hate me. Anyway. <laughs> so... Uh, I have several different sources, blah, blah, blah. So I got this first one from Wikipedia, and but I just kind of condensed it a little bit and added some other things. Uh, but the Kentucky Meat Shower was an incident occurring for a few minutes on March 3rd, uh, 1876. Apparently what transpired over the course of three to five minutes specifically was the mass descending of flakes of meat from the sky. So it literally uh, snowed meat. Over a hundred yard by fifty yard area, located on a farm near uh, Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. Oh, uh, most of the pieces were approximately two inches in diameter or square, and at least one—excuse <coughs> me—at least one was noted as being almost four inches square. Wow. Okay, and it yes. was like cut and like cut in squares no it was kind of like rough got it you know i think it means in like diameter and kind of like in general shape and i'm sure you're gonna get to this but what type of meat was it oh i'll get to that oh definitely um this occurrence was reported both in the new york times and scientific american as well as other local and state publications 
the substance was observed to be beef upon uh, upon tasting it though it was tasting it yeah people eventually tasted it it was determined to be rather gamey so it was assumed that it was mutton or venison uh bf ellington uh, a local hunter and you know who was rather noted for his skills and hunting different things and have shot everything in the area and other areas uh identified it as bear meat positively bear meat wow okay yeah. i mean i'm just kind of shocked people ate meat that fell from well, the sky apparently yeah, well, I get to that because there are other smaller animals who ate it and apparently got sick and died. Did it, other bigger animals oh, just got sick? Jesus. Some people who just tasted it got sick maybe too. had a little bit of a stomach ache, but that was it. People who actually tried a whole. Would you? Would you? If you were well, okay. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, if you already no, no, I wouldn't. Especially if I were in the eighteen hundreds and didn't know. No. Yeah, like meat's falling from the sky. I've never seen that shit before. I'm gonna think which. Like I'm uh, in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, f- uh, for some original backstory, there are some quotes uh, that I found on a website directly from a woman. So uh, here's the setting. It was March 3rd, 1876, as I said, uh, in the middle of a clear day. You know, this is the, you know late morning, early afternoon. Clear day, sunny sky, all that stuff. Awesome. Um, and there is a Mrs. Crouch. Who is a farmer's wife? Remember, I said all this stuff landed on a farm. Yes, this is on Alan Crouch's farm. Crouch and is such a wife. farm name too, like a family farm I, name. I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> she was five two, five three at tallest, brown hair, kind of, kind of a little bit tubby, but not overly so. Uh, endearing but stern. Got it. Like you know, very eighteen seventy six. You know, like, a nice farm dress, but not too opulent. You know, I'm just thinking of like Muriel from Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know, we like that kind of lady. Have you seen that show? No, no. I'm thinking more. Uh, hmm. Who am I thinking of? <laughs> da, 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 I, I don't know da, who the fuck da, I'm thinking da. of. But anyway, <laughs> um. So anyway, there's Mrs. Crouch, the far, uh, the farmer's wife, and she's sitting out in the front yard, uh, you know, making soap. Okay. She's making soap, just normal. Uh, and, quote, between 11 and 12 o'clock, I was in my yard, not more, oh, wait, no, sorry, sorry there's an accent, because this is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But when I started writing this, I was like, between 11 and 12 o'clock. I was in my yard. Wait. Not more than 40 steps. Oh, wait. And then I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. It was, I was this, like, you said Kentucky, fool. All yeah, right. Sorry. Quote. What? Uh, I just, my hard go-to is British. Just you sound it's like a number war two. widow anyway, writing a letter so, or some shit. Um, between uh, 11 and 12 o'clock, I was in my yard. Not more than 40 steps from the house. There was a light wind coming from the west. But the sky was clear. And the sun was shining brightly, without any prelude or or warning for the layman, I guess, uh, of any kind. And exactly under these circumstances, the shower commenced. Oh my God! If I close my eyes, it feels like Mrs. She's right here. All right, and then, well, and and then and then and and then she continued to say, uh. When the flesh began to fall, I saw a large piece strike the ground, chase me, or uh, close by me, 
with a snapping like noise when it struck. Ugh. So well, I like her uses of the yeah. strike and struck. Uh, the largest piece that I saw was as long as my hand and about as half uh, half an inch wide. It looked grisly, as if it had been torn from the throat of some animal. The rest were delicate shreds, as light as snowflakes. Mrs. Crouch declared she was impressed with the conviction that it was either a miracle or a warning. Yeah, no, I think warning. What? Wait, no, it's a warning. <laughs> okay. Uh, the cat, apparently, or dog. Or some, one source said cat, another said dog, so I don't know what the fuck. The cat house dog. pet. The house pet. Ah, I like that. Uh, of some kind died, apparently, from eating some, just gorging itself on it. Uh, portions of meat uh, stick into the fences and scattered over the grounds. Was, was, uh, there was still, like, it was still a clear day, right, when this happened? Yes. It was just sunny as shit, no clouds, wow. Yeah, exactly. And this is all, like, quotes from her, so I guess it's, like, first-hand. Yeah. However, this is one of only two witnesses, so just bear that in mind. A man named Leopold Brandeis, I'm guessing is how you say his name, uh, Brandeis, who obtained and analyzed a sample of that, uh, quote, meat preserved in a jar of glycerin, he then declared that the meat was not the result of a supernatural occurrence or even, quote, meat at all. He claimed it was a naturally occurring, uh, although rare substance called Nostoc, spelled N-O-S-T-O-C, uh, otherwise known as Trolls Butter or Witch's Jelly. Ha, witch, I knew it. Ha ha! Burn the witch! I knew it, I knew it. Some witch Burn the witch! All right. Um, technically Nostoc, otherwise known as, uh, cyanobacteria, is a real thing that appears in colonies, but does not come from the sky, but originates from the ground. Uh, from the, uh, surface. Anyway, uh, others... Oh, wait. Oh, others, others and other people. Others such as the histologist, uh, Dr. Uh, A. Mead Edwards, concluded that rather that rather than Nostock, it was most certainly flesh, but what? He and a few others claimed it was uh, lung tissue and other muscle and organ parts from either a horse or a human baby. Oh. However, I think all these people, difference. the people who said things like that, I think they were kind of trying to be sensational just to, because this yeah. thing was already getting major headlines. Oh so they're thinking like, oh, if I say this, I'll make more headlines for it, make it still more relevant and, and sensational. And also I'll be what, the one who have said that. So I'll be like, oh, it's from human baby. What cracks me up too is like, they start from horse and then you can tell it's like, oh yeah, you could probably like, yeah, it was probably from horse and people are like, cool. And, or a baby. Or then, a human <laughs> baby. And then everyone's like, wait, really? He probably was like, from a baby horse. Yeah. <laughs> wait, no, a human baby. That's where it came from. A human baby. <laughs> uh, they murdered a human baby in a witch uh, try it's Witch. wi- witches took jelly and murdered a baby with it. And then, took jelly anyway. That took a turn. Uh, well, it's called witches jelly. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, another investigation by another histologist, Doctor J W S Arnold, uh, confirmed lung tissue as well as the presence of other uh, fleshy substances such as cartilage and muscle. You know, as I mentioned previously, that it was other things. Oh, yeah. lung tissue. Anyway, he's one of the ones that uh, made that distinction. Um, 
professor of chemistry at the Louisville College of Pharmacy, M.D. Uh, L.D. Kastenbein, presented uh, to the public in an article an explanation based in scientific knowledge that then covered all of the facts. Okay. Hmm. Oh. Uh, Kastenbein was told by an old Ohio farmer that the meat had been uh, vomited by several vultures who were flying too high to be seen. <sighs> but, just FYI, some variety of vultures can fly as high as 40,000 feet. Damn. Mount Everest is only 29,000 feet. It was just like probably like a, a bunch of these guys that just had bad meat. And... and well, also, well, there's also, from that height, the vomited meat scattered from the falling and the wind both was able to break up all the vomiting, and it was probably more than one, to, uh... To, like, pieces individually. You know, and some bigger and some really, really small and fine. Um, over the years, a number of theories have surfaced, though, that attempt to explain or debunk the incident, including such possibilities as a meteor hitting a bird or flock of birds in flight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or an animal standing on the edge of a volcano and literally blasting oh, it toward town. I like town. that one. That sounds like Scientology. I like that one. Right. <laughs> it does sound like Scientology. That's my favorite one so far. Um, the the origin of, of raw meat before you cook it. Anyway. <laughs> or quite simply, uh, a hoax. A big practical joke by the farmers to attract attention yeah, to headlines to it themselves. Could be, Maybe was, make said, money. I don't know. You said only two people. Were exactly. This is correct. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if they just had meat. Especially if one of them was a hunter that <coughs> was like really well known. I mean, well, the hunter guy, he was the guy that came over. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. But, um,. Uh, the vulture thing, when I looked up those facts about the vultures, it, it made a little bit more sense. And yes, it has been known to happen. People, It has been witnessed, too, at lower heights on rare occasion. It has been seen, though, documented, I Got guess. It. As well as uh, um, just it's the only thing that kind of makes sense. And it's also been observed enough to where it's been uh, declared as a defense mechanism or something to help the bird escape so they can fly faster oh. or also just make themselves kind of like Bleh, you know yeah. and then make the Anorexic. attacker be all like oh you know and yeah. fly away or like oh what is that you well know? damn I wish so, throwing up solved all so, our problems damn <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway this uh, this story reached the New York Times on March 19th or no, March 9th, sorry. This apparently occurred on March 3rd. This reached New York in March 9th. And an article came out in the New York Times right after that. And wow, I'm going to read it. Too. And it's the old-timey article, you can tell. Look at that writing. That's very old-timey. Old print. Old the print. And the name of the article, and it goes... Raining me, hallelujah. No. Uh, it's raining me. No. <laughs> um, flesh. Descending in a shower. Oh. An outstanding phenomenon in Kentucky. Fresh meat like uh, mutton or venison falling from a clear sky. Sh special dispatch to the New York Times. Louisville, March 9th. The Bath County, Kentucky news of this date says, On last Friday, a shower of meat fell near the house of Alan Crouch, who lives some two or three miles from the Olympian Springs in the southern portion of the county covering a strip of ground about 100 yards in length and 50 wide. Mrs. Crouch was cut 
was out in the yard at the time, engaging in making soap when meat, which looked like beef, began to fall around her. The sky was perfectly clear at the time, and she said it fell like large snowflakes, the pieces, as a general thing, not being much larger. One piece fell near her, which was three or four inches square. Mr. Harrison Gill, whose veracity and unquestionable, and from whom we obtained the above uh, facts, uh, hearing of the occurrence, visited the uh, locality the next day, and says he saw particles of meat uh, sticking to the fences and scattered over the grounds. The meat, when it... uh, when it first fell, appeared to be fresh, uh, perfectly fresh. The correspondent of the Louisville commercial writing from Mount Sterling uh, corroborates the above and says the pieces of flesh were of, of various sizes and shapes, some of them being two inches square. Two gentlemen who tasted the meat expressed the opinion that it was either mutton or venison. The New York Times published March, March 10th, 1876. Huh. Copyright, the New York Times. Anyway. Well, my thinking is, if it was vultures or it was vultures vomiting, wouldn't wouldn't the meat be covered in some sort of goo, something that would indicate? But also, if it's falling from that kind of height, though, wouldn't that goo kind of like be also? I mean, I. I But also, I think that's kind of explained kind of partially just because the people who say it's kind of that that cyanobacteria stuff, and that is kind of like a jelly kind of stuff. Yeah. Trolls butter, which is jelly. You know, it's kind of maybe. It, maybe they said it was kind of gelatinous yeah. anyway. So. Okay. Yeah. They. May, From my research. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I included that, but they did. Some sources said that it was pretty gelatinous Good. in the texture. That's what I was wondering because so like that article, some pieces were, other pieces maybe not. Yeah. After the article was like fresh meat, I'm like wait a second. <laughs> but some of it looked fresh though. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Damn. some pieces that weren't because it sounded like it was maybe just a few birds and. They had eaten a whole bunch, and then, I don't know. Maybe it was the Thanksgiving, and they ate too much. It was over Kentucky. It was over America, so. <laughs> probably. March 3rd, though. It said it was March 3rd. It wasn't uh, Thanksgiving. Well, vultures probably have different Thanksgiving than we do, to be fair. They can have their own Why? day. Why? How is that a oh, thing? Oh, so you don't That's think they not can have American. their own day? Wow. Wow. You aren't welcoming at all. I mean, that's To the not vulture Ameri- community. Well, I mean... You're just terrible. I hope they vomit meat on you. How dare you? <laughs> That's another thing, too, is that in all my research and reading about all this and all the testimonies, like, they never once mentioned how, why, or when, or if she got meat all over her. It, I, they never said, yeah. you know, was it on the roof of the house as well? Uh, what, it was on the fence? I don't think it... No, I don't think it was on the house, actually. I but on the, on the fence, scattered yeah. around the grounds... Was it on animals? Did did it get on her? She was outside, and she said it just started raining meat around her, her. Did it get her soap? Did That's it? Just, it just question. didn't get on her. They it, it never mentioned it. Maybe yeah. I just didn't do enough research. Maybe if we have a listener that listens and cares enough and and does know about this or is from if Kentucky, they're around by back then. You know, send us an email. E- email, yeah. Let us know. Let us know your fan theories. Fan theories. I don't. Uh, all right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're still in the beginning of this. I don't think we have like de- dedicated listeners. Please, I'll, please. I'll send us an email. Oh, I love you so fan. much. <laughs> Talking like Barbara all of a sudden. I don't, uh, <laughs> I 
But uh, damn, that's interesting. I wonder if uh, I'll see a meat shower in my day. Oh, you will. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have. No, <laughs> no, that's that's not true. That's, that's not true. I'm just kidding. That's an orgy. I, well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, that was uh, another episode. Awesome, and we made it through successfully. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I think that fixed it. I think what I did fixed it. We did it. it. We goodness. broke the curse. You broke the curse. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. But yeah, sweet. Another episode down that we successfully recorded all the way through. Yep, of Historical and Mysterious. Yes. And please uh, check out our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram of the same name. It's all yes. at Historical and Mysterious. And um, email and us. Email us. It's at Our email address is at historicalandmysterious at gmail.com. The word and is the is the word and historical is misspelled spelled h y s instead yes. of h i s because we're edgy because i like to uh, change things up that's one way of putting it yeah that's exactly so you know send us an email it. you know yeah. give us suggestions tell us you like us you hate us or whatever Be and nice. uh <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah well we'd love so, to hear some feedback and thanks for listening all right <laughs> have a good one guys <laughs> bye see you next week or talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>